Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, March 23rd, 2022, for the Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast, coming to you from the beautiful Streams in the Desert Live home studio via StarWorldWideNetworks.com, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is... CBDC and the New World Order. But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we humbly come before your throne and bow down, spiritually speaking. Lord God, we thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you've yet to do. We ask that the power working and anointing of your Holy Spirit guide us and lead us through all that is to be said and done here today in this hour. Lord, let the hearts and minds and spirits of your people be uh, obedient and opening up to that which you have prepared and ordained for them to hear in this hour here at 11.59 and split seconds, just before the imminent return of your one and only begotten Son, who is our Lord, Master, Savior, soon-coming King, and Messiah, and whose name is Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, thank you for taking my place upon the cross of Calvary, and Holy Spirit, have your way in this day. In Jesus' precious and holy name I pray, amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. As we open the show for today, it is with scripture found in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 21, where the Lord Jesus is speaking and reminds us to lay not up for yourselves treasures upon the earth where moth and rust doeth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doeth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also." With that thought in mind, my friends, today we will be looking at a couple of things that are in our headlines of our daily uh, and current news. The first is brought to us by Mr. Michael Schneider 
author of endoftheamericandream.com, dated March 21st, 2022, and is titled Biden. Now is a time when things are shifting. There's going to be a new world order out there, and we've got to lead it. Of which Mr. Snyder opens thusly by stating Joe Biden just told the entire world that a new world order is coming, and he insists that the U.S. needs to lead it. I know how wild that sounds, he says, but Biden really did just say this. Moving ahead, Mr. Schneider continues by saying, needless to say, Joe Biden fully understands that a new world order is a loaded term. For decades, prominent voices have been warning that the globalists intend to create a new world order which will dominate the entire planet. And for decades, the corporate media and other apologists for the globalists have insisted that it is just a conspiracy theory. But now Joe Biden is openly telling us that a new world order is on the way. And he is also admitting that he wants the United States to lead it. Quote, Now is a time when things are shifting. There's going to be a new world order out there, and we've got to lead it, end quote. Now that World War III has begun, I suppose, says Mr. Snyder, that there is no point in hiding their intentions any longer. But this is still pretty shocking. Mr. Schneider then goes on to share other members of the Biden administration have been leading or letting the cat out of the bag as well. Just last month, State Department spokesman Ned Price openly warned that Russia and China also want a world order. China has given tacit approval for Russian President Vladimir Putin's uh, latest invasion of Ukraine, it is uh, in the judgment of U.S. officials as part of a joint effort to undermine the institutions that the American and allied-led leaders established to minimize conflict in the decades following World War II. Russia and the PRC also want a world order, State Department spokesman Ned Price said Wednesday. But this is an order that is and would be profoundly illiberal. It is an order that is in many ways destructive rather than additive. At this point, Mr. Snyder interjects, isn't that interesting? Just before going on to say, the State Department is openly framing this conflict as Russia and China versus the Western nations. And that is the exact alignment of powers that I, Mr. Snyder says, have been warning you about for years. The war in Ukraine has brought this great struggle for control of the world to the forefront. Mr. Snyder continues by stating, you see, the truth is that Ukraine has been one of the New World Order's pet projects. Uh, 
He says in 2014, they were able to successfully overthrow the democratically elected government of Ukraine and install a completely fresh pro-globalist government. And since that time, the globalists have sunk their teeth deep into that deeply suffering nation of 44 million precious people and have been using it as a test ground. Mr. Snyder then adds, if you would like to know what life would be like under a new world order, just consider what is going on in Ukraine right now. He continues by sharing that just this week, the main opposition political party and 10 others were completely banned. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said on Sunday that 11, oh, there's that number, 11 political parties in his nation that are linked to Russia will be banned, the the Washington Post reported. In a speech uh, posted online, Zelensky said the U- said that Ukraine's National Security and Defense Council agreed to suspend the activities of the parties. Given the full-scale war waged by the Russian Federation and the ties of some political structures with this state, any activity of a number of political parties during the martial law is suspended. Zelensky said during his address, Mr. Here, my friends, Mr. Snyder claims, or he chimes in to point out this would essentially be the equivalent of the Democrats banning the Republicans and kicking out all of their members out of Congress, all in the name of fighting for democracy. Hmm. He then goes on to say the Ukrainian government has also taken control of all television news outlets in order to fight against misinformation. In an address to his nation delivered Sunday, Ukraine President Volodymyr uh, Zelensky announced an order combining all national TV channels. The program content of which consists mainly of information and or information analytical programs into a single information platform of strategic communication to be called United News. The move means the end, at least temporarily, of uh, privately owned Ukrainian media outlets in that country. Zelensky claimed the measure is needed to combat alleged Russian misinformation and tell the truth about the war. Mr. Snyder then says, we love to criticize Russia for repressing dissenting views, but is it suddenly okay when we do it? There is no way in the world that Zelensky would have made such moves without the full approval of Joe Biden and other Western leaders, says Mr. Snyder, just before going on to say, and the corporate media in the Western world is totally letting them get away with it. As Mr. Snyder moves to close his piece, he states, without a doubt, I do not want a new world order that is led by Russia and China. But I do not want a new world order that is led by Western uh, globalists either, 
He continues by adding, like most people, I just want to be left alone. And I believe that the government should exist to guarantee our basic freedoms. He then asks the age-old question of, why can't we just have that? Instead, he says, all of this jockeying for global domination has brought us to the brink of nuclear war. He then goes on to say, as I have said many times, if the American people truly understood what was at stake, there would be endless protests in all of our major cities. Mr. Snyder then points out that a nuclear war with Russia would mean the end of our civilization as we know it today. He as well states, unfortunately, politicians on both sides don't really care uh, what the ordinary people think. They are just going to keep doing what they are doing and everyone will suffer as a result. Now that Biden has made this public statement about a new world order, fact checkers for the corporate media will once again rush to put out pieces in insisting that a new world order doesn't exist or that if it does, it's there for our own good. And most Americans will soon forget that Biden said anything about it. But the truth is, says Mr. Schneider in closing, that Biden knew exactly what he was saying. And this great struggle for global domination that he was referring to could easily lead to unprecedented global destruction. And on that very sobering note, my friends, I will be right back after the break so that we may continue our investigation into CBDC and the New World Order. Got trampled on the floor. I wish we'd all been ready. The children died, the days grew cold. A piece of bread could buy a bag of gold. I wish we'd all been ready. And there's no time to change your mind. The sun has come and you've been left behind A man and wife asleep in bed She hears a noise and turns her head He's gone I wish we'd all been ready Two men walking up a hill one disappears and one's left standing still. I wish we'd all been ready. 
place my friends to say there the version of this song that was first out many years ago was by Larry Norman and is used in a series called the thief in the night series from the 1970s and you will be amazed at how accurate from the 1970s because it was given by inspiration of the Holy Spirit that this four-part movie series is and you can see it right from the uh, Streams in the Desert live um, and House Church Ministry website uh, on Facebook on Facebook Facebook page uh, Streams in the Desert Ministry uh, and House Church I think is the title of my page there. Uh, you can find it through Streams in the Desert Live as well. But it is a four-part series. It is The uh, Thief in the Night, A Distant Thunder, Image of the Beast, and The Prodigal Planet. When you have time, set down and go on a movie-thon. They'll be the best movies you ever saw because they're telling you what's just about to happen the moment after the Lord Jesus Christ takes those who belong to him in the rapture. And it is something that you don't want to be here for after that time, because it will be the time of the open rule and reign of the one world system that is executed by Satan and his false prophet and uh, antichrist beast and false prophet with the implementation of the mark of the beast. My friends, so check it out over at Streams and Desert Ministries and House Church Facebook page. And I'll be looking forward to seeing you there. Leave me a little like and a little follow. Love you guys for it. And the Lord will bless you for what you're about to see in those movies. They are much acclaimed around the world. 
And with that said, okay, now my friends, here in the second half of our show for today, I am sure that most of you know that a new world order would not be complete without a new one world currency. And that is exactly what we will be taking into consideration as we look at the remaining pieces that I have here for you today. Uh, the first of which is a piece written by Ricky Scapero of intimeheadlines.com dated May or excuse me March 9th 2022 titled while the world is focused on Russia and Ukraine Biden just took a huge step towards government backed uh, digital currency with executive order of which Ricky opens up by stating a U.S. digital currency could be on the horizon. Let me correct that statement, my friends, is on the horizon and will be here probably before the end of this year or sometimes early next year, if if not this year. <laughs> A U.S. digital currency could be on the horizon, he says. Uh, the Biden administration is putting its support behind the research and development of a U.S. central bank digital currency, or CBDC. Ricky states that the move is part of a sweeping executive order President Joe Biden signed Wednesday instructing the federal government to explore possible uses of and regulations for digital assets like cryptocurrencies. My administration places the highest urgency on research and development efforts in the potential design and development options of a United States CBDC. The executive order reads, Ricky continues by stating that the order asks for a wide variety of agencies to begin a research and submit reports on a variety of issues surrounding digital currencies from design and security to financial and societal impacts. We know the implications of potentially issuing a digital dollar are profound. They're extraordinarily wide-ranging, a senior administration official told reporters on a call Tuesday. Although a U.S. digital currency would not necessarily change much, much in terms of everyday experiences like buying goods and services, uh, economists say it could transform Central and commercial banking, as well as governmental sanctions, uh, banking accessibility, and taxes. The potential here is enormous, and it's very interesting, said David Yermak, uh, a professor and, and the chair of the financial department at New York University. The executive order will call on the government to investigate the technical needs for a digital currency and advocate for the Federal Reserve to continue its research and development, according to a fact sheet released by the White House. The Fed published a white paper in January about potentially creating a CBDC that would 
complement existing payment systems. It found that a CBDC could make payments cheaper and easier for consumers, but might also pose a risk to the stability of the U.S. financial system. With that thought in mind, my friends, let us now move on to our second piece, which was originally written by prophecynewswatch.com titled Digital Tyranny, Beware of the Government's Push for a Digital Currency, which was then used as the basis for an opinion piece found at intimeheadlines.com dated March 14th. 2022 titled The Real Danger of the Government's Push for a Digital Currency, which thusly begins by stating this is what comes of those $1.5 trillion spending bills. Someone's got to foot the bill because the government's ferocious appetite for money, power, and control has grown out of control. Its agents have devised other means of funding its excess and adding to its largest through tax disguise, taxes disguised as fines, taxes disguised as fees, and taxes disguised as tolls, tickets, and penalties. No matter how much money the government pulls in, it's never enough. So the government has come up with a new plan to make it even easier for its agents to, get this my friends, seize Americans' bank accounts. Make way for the digital dollar in an executive order issued on March 9th, 2022, President Biden called for the federal government to consider establishing a central bank digital currency, or CBDC. Similar to cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, CBDCs would also be a form of digital money, but their resemblance ends there. If adopted, CBDCs would be issued by the Federal Reserve, the central banking system for the U.S. government, one CBDC uh, digital dollar would equal the value of a physical dollar. And like the physical dollar, which ceased to be backed by gold more than 50 years ago, the CBDC would be considered a government-issued fiat currency that is backed by the strength and credit of the U.S. government. The writer says, of course, that is not saying much, considering that much of the time the U.S. government operates in the red. Although government agencies have six months to wait. Oh, can I say that again? Although government agencies have six months to weigh in on the advantages and disadvantages of a centralized digital currency, it's as good as a done deal, says the writer. And so say I, my friends, because the Lord's been talking to me about this for a very long time. And I actually thought it would be done by this time, uh, March last year. But you know, the Lord is on a different time schedule than me. So here we are. And now the government is even telling us that 
although government agencies have six months to weigh in on the advantages and disadvantages of a centralized digital currency, it is as good as being done, my friends. And you know what? Uh, be looking for a CBDC coming to your wallet, digital wallet. That would be soon and very soon. Uh, the writer says, for instance, three weeks before the Biden administration made headlines with its support for a government-issued digital currency, the FBI and the Justice Department quietly moved ahead with plans for a cryptocurrency enforcement team, translation, digital money cops, a virtual asset exploration unit tasked with uh, investigating crypto crimes and seizing virtual assets and a crypto czar to oversee it all. No surprise here, says the writer. Of course, this is how the government operates, by giving us tools to make our lives easier while in the process uh, making it easier for the government to track, control, and punish the citizenry, uh, indeed, this shift to a digital currency is a global trend. More than 100 other countries are considering introducing their own digital currencies. China has already adopted a governmental, a government-issued digital currency, uh, which will not only allow it to listen up, my friends surveil and seize people's financial transactions, but can also work in tandem with its social credit score system to punish individuals for moral lapses and social transgressions and reward them for adhering to government-sanctioned behavior. As China expert Akram Karam wrote for the Washington Post, quote, with digital yuan, the CCP or Chinese Communist Party will have direct control over and access to the financial lives of individuals without the need to strong arm intermediaries, uh, intermediary financial entities. In a digital yuan consumed society, the government easily could suspend the digital wallets of dissidents and human rights activists. Not to mention everybody else that we know would be first on their list even before those two sets of people. So, my friends, in light of all that I have just shared with you here today, let us further look at what the Word of God has to say about how our daily needs can be met outside of the one-world government-controlled systems that are being staged and will begin operating openly soon and very soon. Take, for instance, what the Lord Jesus Christ tells us in Matthew chapter 6, verses 24 through 34, where he begins by reminding us that no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. You know what mammon is, my friends? Money, wealth greed, 
That's what the word means. You can look it up. The Lord Jesus Christ says you cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, Jesus said, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, for what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for what your, uh, for your body, what ye shall put on it. Uh, is not the life more than meat and the body more than raiment? Jesus continues by stating, behold, the fowls of the air, they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? Which of you can take thought? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I, Jesus said, say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Jesus then says, wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which is today, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you? O oh, ye of little faith. Jesus then goes on to say, therefore. And you know what I always tell you about the word therefore? See what it is there for. Jesus says, therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, he says. And the Gentiles in this case and in all cases, my friends, means those who are non-believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, those who follow pagan gods. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, Jesus said, for your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. And my friends, the next two verses are the key that begin to unlock the door as to just how both in the here and now and on into the days that lie dead ahead here during this year of 2022, the year of the beginning of chaos and beyond, as to just how we as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ will need to conduct ourselves and are spelled out in what the Lord Jesus Christ has to say when he begins by reminding all who love him and want to be with him in heaven for all eternity, that it all begins when you seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Or as I like to say, my friends, right living in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because when you do seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, Jesus says all these things, in regards to food, shelter, and clothing, and much more, shall be added unto you. Jesus further states, Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Suffer unto the day, sufficient unto the day, is the evil thereof. 
which reminds us, my friends, of what Jesus has promised all who love him, obey him, and belong to him, and is found in John chapter 10, beginning at verse 1, where Jesus begins by stating, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth unto his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice, and a stranger will they not follow but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things were which he spoke unto them. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. Remember that right there, my friends. I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. Jesus said, by me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I, Jesus said, am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. So, My friends, the next question is, how do we find this life that the Lord Jesus speaks of? Well, it all begins in John chapter 3, verses 16 through 18, where Jesus as well states, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him, who is he? Jesus Christ, should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him, who is he? He's Jesus Christ, might be saved. There's the second half of the be saved scripture, my friends. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him, who is Jesus Christ, might be saved. The reason it says might be saved, my friends, is because God also gave you a free will to to exercise in to choosing whom you shall serve for all eternity. So therefore, today, if you do or will receive the Lord Jesus Christ and follow him, you shall be saved. But for all of those who have not followed the Lord Jesus Christ or who draw back from uh, walking with the Lord Jesus Christ or who will never come to the Lord Jesus Christ will not be saved, but will be left behind to suffer the consequences both 
under the wrath of God and the tyrannical open rule and reign of the Antichrist, and then at the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ with the church in tow, my friends, he to set up his final kingdom here on earth, the millennial kingdom, you will be among the first cast into the lake of fire without remedy because you will be the ones left here who took the mark of the beast and put it instead of putting your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus continues by saying, he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. My friends, you know, uh, Christians don't bow down to idols. They don't pray to saints. Uh, They don't follow a book that says that God has no son. They follow the one and only true and living God who commands every person that will enter into the kingdom of God, the eternal kingdom of God, to begin a personal relationship with his one and only begotten son, who is Jesus Christ here on this earth, long before you leave it. So the fact is, is if you do not have the Lord Jesus Christ as your savior, when either the Lord Jesus Christ returns in the rapture or you take your last breath on this earth, you are destined for the lake of fire where all of what I just mentioned will end up. And this goes on to say, and for that very reason, my friends, the Lord Jesus Christ gives all who will come this invitation that is found in Revelation chapter 3, verses 20 through 22, where he, Jesus that is, begins by saying, behold, I stand at the door. That door, my friends, is the door of your heart. I... Stand at the door and knock. And if any man hears my voice and opens the door, that's the door of your heart, my friends. I, Jesus said, will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh, Jesus said, I will grant to sit with me in my throne, which the word throne here, my friends, means power. He says, to him that overcometh, I will grant to sit with me in my throne or power, my friends. Even as I, Jesus said, also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne or power, my friends. He that has an ear, Jesus said, let him hear what the spirit with a capital S, meaning the Holy Spirit, saith unto the churches. And remember what I always like to say, churches are not buildings, they are people. Let him that hears what the Spirit saith, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches, Jesus said. My friends, this brings us to the last but most important question of the day, which is how do you surrender your heart, mind, body, and soul unto the one and only true and living God of heaven? By way of a personal relationship with his one and only begotten Son, who there again is Jesus Christ the only savior of all mankind, my friends. It is outlined in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 13, where the apostle Paul begins by stating that if thou or you shall confess with thy or your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and shall believe in thine heart or your heart that God 
has raised him from the dead. Thou or you shall be saved. Shall be saved, my friends. This is what the Lord Jesus Christ said would happen if you believe on him in three different sets of scriptures that you've been shared, that have been shared with you here today. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, or right living in the Lord Jesus Christ, as I like to say, my friends. And the word of God goes on to say, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation, which means your way of escape. The word salvation means way of escape, my friends. And it is through the precious and holy shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, which has already been shed upon the cross of Calvary 2000 years ago for each and every person who will receive him as their Lord, Master, Savior, soon coming King and Messiah. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him, who is he? He's the one and only begotten son of the one and only true and living God, and his name is Jesus Christ. Whosoever believeth on him, Jesus Christ, shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. Who is he? He's Jesus Christ. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, what is his name? His name is Jesus Christ, shall be saved, says the word of God. My friends, today is the day of salvation. Have you seen what's been taking place throughout this week? It was the day before yesterday, it was Oklahoma and Texas had nonstop tornadoes all throughout the day. I watched it for a probably or seven or eight hours on online from a meteorologist who was tracking every single one of them. And much destruction came through those many, many tornadoes that touched down and caused massive destruction in the states of Oklahoma and Texas. And then there was a repeat of it yesterday uh, when uh, the Ninth Ward in uh, New Orleans was hit by a multi-tailed uh, tornado that caused much destruction and some death, my friends. And those tornadoes that were on the outbreak yesterday covered uh, Louisiana, Mississippi, uh, Alabama. And Georgia are the ones that I was watching for at least seven hours off and on yesterday. My friends, they tore up Jack, as my mama would like to say. And I'll tell you what, you just don't know if you're going to come out of it with your life. Today, later on, I'm going to post a video on the Streams in the Desert Live page. Facebook page and the Streams in Desert Ministries and House Church page uh, of Facebook that is going to show you, if you have not already seen it, uh, a, a person who was caught in one of these violent tornadoes. They were on an interstate. Their truck was picked up. It was spun around like a top on its side. It was right uprighted by the hand of God. And that person just kept on driving after it happened. If you have not seen it, this is the hand of God in action, what you saw in that video. Nothing less, and nobody can take the credit for it. It was the hand of the one and only true and living God. That is the power of God. 
And that is what we need to be uh, hooked into for the days that lie ahead with a, a digital currency that's coming that uh, because of our behavior uh, can be cut off. We could be cut off uh, from our money for being Christians. We could be cut off because we have an opinion. We uh, It's endless reasons people could be cut off from their finances, my friends. And then your finances can just be uh, poached on by the government at any moment that they want to, my friends. It's not a laughing matter. It's not a fairy tale. It is very much reality, and it's the prelude to the coming uh, kingdom of the beast, where the mark of the beast there will be instituted. This is the framework being set up now. And then one day soon and very soon, when the rapture takes place, which you want to be ready, watching, and waiting for, my friends, after the rapture, the Antichrist beast and false prophet with that system, that world system of government and uh, false religion uh, and uh, and uh, a false current and a uh, mark of the beast for your currency, uh, my friends, which if taken will doom your soul to uh, the lake of fire for all eternity. And those are the words of God, not mine. So my friends, you don't want to be here for any of that stuff. So the thing is, is today is the day of salvation. Today is the day that we need to seal the deal with the Lord Jesus Christ in asking him to forgive us of our sins and to begin to walk with him and uh, in our finances, in the way that we speak, in the way that we conduct ourselves, what we do uh, in our private life, as well as our public life, my friends. The Lord God says, you know them by their fruits. And when you see people that claim to be Christians and their mouths don't line up with it and their actions don't line up with it, then there's only one of two things that are, or one of three things possibly that have happened here. One, they're not Christians at all. Two, they're backslidden and away from the Lord. And three, they are uh, counterfeit Christians, my friends, those set in place to look good and to say things that tickle itching ears, but are really set there by Satan to lead a whole lot of people in the falling away from the real Lord Jesus Christ into the lake of fire for all eternity with him, because he knows the end of the book and he knows that is where he ends up and all those who follow him both in their actions and in their speaking and in what they do in their private and personal lives and public lives, my friends. It is a very serious matter. It is the most serious thing that you will ever deal with on the face of this planet. And there's a lot of serious things and there's still a lot of serious things to come. But this for you in your personal life is the most ultimate serious thing that you will ever take care of in your life before you take your last breath or before the Lord Jesus Christ comes in a twinkling up in an eye to change those who belong to him in the rapture my friends, and that is to be sure that you are ready, watching, and waiting for the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ, and be worthy and found blameless and without a spot to be ready to be called his bride, because that's what he's coming for in the rapture. He's coming for his bride. Jesus Christ is known as the bridegroom, and the church that is ready, watching, waiting, and praying for his imminent return 
is called the bride, my friends. And so therefore, that is people who have asked the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive them of their sins. And from that point on in their life, they do not go out to willfully sin anymore. Yes, we still all sin every day, my friends. That is why the Lord has given us the availability to ask the Lord Jesus Christ at the end of each day, and even more so throughout the day, if we know that we've done it. But for what we don't even know, we've done, we ask the Lord Jesus Christ at the end of the day to please forgive us of our our sins each day, my friends. But once you've given your heart over to the Lord Jesus Christ, then you have that direct line to him. And that is all it takes to stay in good terms with him as far as the sin factor goes. Don't sin willfully. Turn back when you know you have sinned ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you when you know you've sinned. And even when you haven't, at the end of the day, ask the Lord to forgive you for whatever shortcomings and sin that you have caused throughout that day to be manifest in your life and uh, that others may have seen or may have even been involving them, my friends. Then once you've asked the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins initially, my friends, and the Lord Jesus Christ forgives you because he's faithful and true to do that, which he's uh, been appointed to do. And that is to forgive you of your sins. If you come to him with a broken and contrite heart and spirit, he will forgive you of your sins, but then it's your responsibility to be obedient to him by way of the word of God. And the next thing in the word of God, after you've asked the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins is to not sin willfully afterwards, and then immediately begin to seek the Lord God for the indwelling power, working and anointing of his Holy spirit, which can keep us from wanting to take those avenues that are less than perfect that the Lord has set before us. By the power working and anointing of his spirit, he can keep us from doing those things, my friends. And even yet when we do, at least we have an advocate with the Lord Jesus Christ who sits at the right hand of the Father and is able to forgive us of our sins daily. We don't need to go to any man unless we need to apologize for something. And then the Lord tells us to go immediately to those that we've wronged and to ask for their uh, forgiveness because we must forgive or the Lord cannot forgive us, says the word of God, my friends. So the thing is, is we need to be ready, watching, waiting and praying for the Lord uh, Jesus's imminent return. We need to be filled with uh, God's Holy Spirit by seeking the Lord God after receiving the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior. We need to seek the Lord God for the indwelling power, working and anointing of his Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking with other tongues as outlined in the word of God in Acts chapter 1 verses 1 through 8, Acts chapter 2 verses 1 through 4, and Acts chapter 19 verses 1 through 6, among other places, my friends, that can be cross-referenced by way of the Word of God that will tell you the same things as those three places that I just gave you, that you must be filled with the indwelling power, working, and anointing of God's Holy Spirit. It is the power of God that raised Jesus Christ up off this earth when he ascended into heaven my friends, and he is coming back soon. And with that said, my friends, today is the day of salvation. So therefore, not knowing whether you will have tomorrow or an hour from now, or even a second from now, do you think not that it is important that you should receive the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, I think it is important 
and I love you all, and that is why the Lord has sent me here today to urge you and to propel you, my friends, to receive the Lord Jesus Christ and to begin to live for him so that when these dark days come, he will be able to clothe you and hide you and provide every kind of a need that you will have. For the children uh, of Israel, he provided manna. God provided manna from heaven, my friends. And today he's able to do the same because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever my friends. So for the days that lie ahead of us and when gas prices get too high and you have to figure out what will I buy gas or food? Well, the Lord, he'll make a way where there seems to be no way. And he's never late. He's always on time. Today is the day of salvation, my friends. It's a heralding uh, sound going out throughout the earth right now. I'm not the only one saying this. There is a multitude of God's uh, called ones, uh, preachers, teachers, prophets, and evangelists going around the world today, telling everybody this same exact thing. Get ready, get ready, get ready, for the days are growing dark, and soon the Lord Jesus Christ will return in the rapture, and when he does, all that will be left is the time of God's outpouring of his wrath without measure and the open rule and reign of the Antichrist, then the soon coming of the Lord, second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ with the church in tow that already left in the rapture and to set up his kingdom here on earth. And at the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ is when those who followed the Antichrist and took the mark of the beast will be cast forever into the lake of fire that are still alive here upon the earth when he arrives, my friends. It's a very powerful thing to fall into the hands of God, my friends. So you want to be ready, watching and waiting for the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ. And my friends, you know what? If you're not ready, it won't be anybody's fault except your own. And when you are in the lake of fire for all eternity, looking up into the halls of heaven and see those who tried to tell you that you needed a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, who won't even know that you're not there, but you definitely will see them in heaven as the word of God outlines it, my friends, in Mark chapter 16, or Luke chapter 16, my friends. So today, while it is still yet called today, my friends, if you would like to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you know you're not walking close to him and you need to get back to it, or if you have have totally fallen off the wagon and are totally backslidden, it's time to stop listening to the lies of Satan that you can never come back and start doing it right now by asking the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins and to begin to walk with him or to walk with him again, my friends, in the way that you know that you should, so that all that see you are directed to the Lord Jesus Christ and our Father in heaven by seeing your good works through the Lord Jesus Christ, not by our, our own good works, my Lord, my friends. The Lord Jesus Christ is the one who provides the works that we must entertain, but that only comes by having a personal relationship with him and doing that which he's called you to do then. All other uh, good works uh, uh, from a man's level uh, are as filthy rags to the Lord God. With that said, my friends, today is the day of salvation. Let me pray quickly with you the prayer of salvation. Dear Lord God, please repeat this with me, my friends. Dear Lord God, 
I humbly come before your throne and bow down, spiritually speaking. Lord God, I thank you for the precious and holy gift of your one and only begotten Son, who is none other than the Lord and only Savior, who is Jesus Christ. Lord God, thank you for this precious gift. Uh, And Holy Spirit, have your way in this day and lead me and guide me into all truth and righteousness as I now ask the Lord Jesus Christ. I humbly come before your throne, Lord Jesus Christ, to ask you to please forgive me of my sins. And as I do, Lord Jesus, I know that you know the end from the beginning and that you have already set this day in place for me to receive you, Lord Jesus, in my life, that from this day forward, I will be your child. And Lord Jesus, I thank you for that right now. I know that I am a sinner in need of a Savior, and I know you are the only one, Lord Jesus, and I thank you for being my Savior, my Lord, Master, Savior, soon-coming King, and Messiah. And once again, Holy Spirit, have your way in my life. Help me to know God's word, know it well and know it correctly for myself. Begin to keep me upon the straight and narrow path, doing that which the Lord God has prepared in this time. And I ask it all in Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen and amen. And with that said, my friends, it's a wrap. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give you his perfect shalom. Shalom and blessings until we meet again. Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Star Worldwide Networks, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily found on the StarWorldWideNetworks.com Streams in the Desert landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus, and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?